Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Blue Cross Blue Shield Healthcare Plan of Georgia, Inc. Old School with DP and J. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Labats. That's my bad. Because hey, uh, I know that Nebraska has pound for pound the most beer drinkers in the nation. Is it even Le- more than Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. Really? Le- is it Labats Le- or Lablats? I should know. I was up in Buffalo, but I, I'm not a beer well, drinker. I, I would have put Buffalo in the conversation. People, hey, I know when Nebraska went up to Colorado to play up there, they said they drank them cats out of all day beer at halftime. Hey, be the best at it. Because you had the Nebraska people drinking, the the Colorado people, they were high as a kite, <laughs> eating up all the hot dogs, got the munchies. <laughs> they said, y'all can have a beer. We, we hungry. Uh, why are you telling on Colorado like that? Put the people's business out there like hey, that. Hey, I ain't mad at them. You know, ain't nothing wrong with the hydroglyphics. No, they was up there. <laughs> the know, hydroglyphics, medicinal. like I like to call them? Medicinal. That's what Yeah, I have always tell people, I say, man, I got cataracts, man. I got, got glaucoma. <laughs> I got glaucoma, man. Well, all you got to do is say you you, know, you got CR, you, you got the concussion. Yeah, man, I got it all. Yeah, I got glaucoma. <laughs> He's over here blinking his eyes. Right, right? Like, oh, he can't see. Hey, she ain't want you, Jay Foreman. No way. <laughs> the herbalistics, like my cousin calls it. Uh, I look. I never. I it just it was never my thing. It was never my thing. Never and was I don't, mine either. And, and I don't blame. I don't blame anybody for doing it. I really don't. Uh, the NBA is more into like I, if you gonna be around NBA dudes, you are gonna uh, be around. That's like the, that's like I call it the Mister T starter kit. Yep. It used to be guys would always have wife beater T shirt on, mm-hmm. jeans sagging, mm-hmm. pit bull, yep. and a chain. Yep. You know, and like you know a little drink. Now these yeah. guys are like nah, corporate. Yeah, yeah we're corporate. We'll be in I'm suit. Corporate. We'll be in a suit with some Air Force ones. Yeah. Getting high as a kite. <laughs> I watch players like their their morning shoot around. Yeah. They'd eat, go crash, take a nap, get up, snack, get to the arena. Like it was protocol. After <laughs> that's the- how they always they always <laughs> so skinny. <laughs> like protocol. Like it was there. That's like, why you wonder how a cat like Oliver Miller was that that much always so, so big. He must have not partake partake in it. Bruh, it was it was. Crazy. He got too big. So we we so I I coached against him twice three times in different leagues and he just kept getting bigger yeah and he never lost his jumper he still could play he just yeah. couldn't, couldn't run the floor like, he like, used to. Yeah. like but he could still do like he still rebounded yeah. he could still block shots because he was six ten and a half yeah so and he had those like long gangly like no no formation arms yeah 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 it was like Kendrick Perkins said he said he had a wax body yeah. No, the dude said he looked like one of those uh, Capri Suns would have to juice sucked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All dented up. Oh, yeah. Stuff, right? yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's you a know, good uh, I was like, wait description. Wait, that's cold blooded. Um, we were talking, we were talking about, you know, through the transfer portal and what the, what that process is for when a new coach comes in. 
Right. So text line, a couple people are like, well, are there rumors about people leaving Husker football? And you've already stated this and, and laid it out. Pay attention to who moves. Because they're telling you, like, this ain't for me. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, sometimes I don't I, – I heard something, and, and I'm sure our texters – I heard something that, like, the COVID rules go back to the regular rules, so then it kind of messes up your roster numbers, and because you know, I think you could have over a hundred for like this year, you know, right. scholarship guys, and then maybe it goes back. So I'm right. sure, you know, there's some conversations to be had. Um, you know, sometimes guys, you know, want to try it somewhere else, want to go closer to home, um, you know, want to see opportunities or what, you know, whatever, or like you know, try to try their, you know, throw their hat in the NFL. At the end of the day, it's such a rapid and a yearly type of thing. You just never know because, first of all, the young kids and they're highly in- influenced by people that aren't um, there for th- them. There for them, and they're telling them, you know, filling their heads up with something. And there's that emotional connection, right? So just imagine, like, thinking about myself and my dad and my uncle, who are like the guys I always kind of bounce football stuff off of, and we, you know, uh, and they're like, "Man, you need to go." I don't know, whatever school, blah, 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 or you need to be in a transfer portal. You know, they've been knowing me and and raised me since I've been a little boy. So, you know, it's a little bit different. So, you know, my advice is always to, and within reason, is always to uh, never make your first impulsive decision and try to, you know, battle it out. You know, um, you know I'm on record, you know, I – really considered leaving after I was splitting time with somebody I didn't feel like was as as good as me. But my dad hung up the phone and said, you're going to figure it out. Cause he was like, they got dudes up in Michigan. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I got to pull up, pull up my pants and, and figure out a way to um, one, get better two use it as a competitive fuel. And then, you know, I think it made me a better and mentally stronger player in the long run. So, um, Everywhere you go, there's going to be, you know, competition. And, you know, it's a little bit harder because I always go, I always revert back to um, the Georgia situation or even the Alabama situation with Tua and Jalen Hurts. Um, what is that? I told you I got a cataract. <laughs> anyway, finish your story. Yeah, I, I can't read that. Um, well, anyways <laughs> – uh, <laughs> You know, like that, or like the Justin Fields situation when they had Jake Fromm, and he, you know, and he was a freshman. He didn't really play Harley at all. And then, and what I'm saying is that you know, at quarterback position, there's one guy that usually plays once, and even gets reps, and even gets reps, but just he plays. So I understand, you know, and then it, you know, worked out for those two situations, right? Even uh, Georgia had Eason the year before, Mm -hmm. and he went to Washington, the University of Washington, Mm -hmm. and he ended up going. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, like second or third round, they were talking about him going in the first round. So, you know, sometimes that, that happens, and you see a lot, see that a lot. You see a lot of guys in the transfer portal that are quarterbacks. I mean, heck, Spencer Rattler is in there, and same with uh, Adrian Martinez, and then so forth and so on. And so I think it's rapid. I think it's, uh, you know, if used the right way, it's a good tool for guys to, uh, you know, find another opportunity in any sport. And, you know, it's really a unique position that, you know, I might recruit Derek Pearson in 2021, and you might choose to go to, like, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a coach at whether at my present school, say Nebraska, or say I'm on to Michigan or whatever. 
you know, we, you know, even though we got second, say we got, you know, came a close second and, you know, you're from, you know, DMV and you go to Virginia, but then say you, you got there and you say, you know what, I want to broaden my horizons or, you know, might've get dinged, you might've got dinged up and say you got an injury that, you know, a nagging ankle injury or knee. And, you know, you kind of, whether you, you know, in perception got passed by or you might not get the opportunity that you want. And then next thing you know, you end up at wherever I'm at, you know, based on the, you know, relationship. So, it's not the Scarlet's letter like it used to be looked at. Um, you know, I think transferring back when I played and even maybe a little bit after, even up to recently, kind of always look, you were kind of looked at like, you know, like, you know, like you, you committing, you know, scholarship crime or something like that. So, um, and then I always go back to Alvin Kamara. I mean, he was there in a room with four first round picks and him, or he was a second round pick. So it would have been, you know, four, four, first to second round picks and two Heisman winners. I think Mark Ingram was there and Derek Henry, mm-hmm. give or take. And then along with the other guys that are still that, that came after, um, you know, and there's two more first round picks. You got Damian Harris at uh, New England and you got the guy Josh Jacobs at the Raiders. And then you just got the young man that got drafted by the Steelers. And I'm sure that Kamara, you know, mixed in there before that. Uh, he ends up going to Tennessee and, and, you know, rest is history. So, you know, those are the great stories that come out. And then there's some stories that guys go in and they get caught up in the vortex and they just end up not being able to find the right situation for them. So there's no right or wrong answer for it. You know, you always wish them the best because that's what you need to do as a, you know, coach and authority figure or anybody has to deal with them. Um, and you never know what they're thinking, what they're feeling, unless you've been there 100% of the time and, and, and understand all the dynamics of it. you only can go off you know, what you find on your phone, boom, so-and-so is in the transfer portal. And then everybody starts to get in their little rumor mill and nobody understands where they're coming from. That's the biggest part for this is, is there's so many rumors. And I get to the point where, first of all, if I don't hear anything from the program, I don't pay, like, I can't digest it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're going to get up there and say, oh, well, Derek decided to leave because, you know, he wanted to play receiver and, you know, we had him at DB. You know, I don't think that really – and unless the player says it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the coaches have probably become so numb to it be- and so because of the surprise because the coaches are like, I thought we were good. I mean, right. I mean, I can't speak for coaches, but I'm sure when there's guys that come in there, you know, whether it's bad timing because, say, like spring ball just started or they go into transfer portal and there's six games left, you know, then, you know, you're surprised because – like you were playing some, and then now you're leaving, or and you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me until I show up in your office, or I was about to play you. And or, you already packed. You were already <laughs> packed, right? So it's always interesting to me if you could go back and um, like get inside of these players' minds that go into the transfer portal, especially quick. Were you really here? Like, were you here in mine? Or were you only here in your body? But that's was your the, that's mind the ten, that's and the soul ten down, though. That's there? The ten because down I think it would be very, very hard for me to be wanting to go. I don't know. I can't speak. Some, you know. I mean, I, I guess if you make a decision quick or whatever, but it'd be very hard for me to feel like I was. I gave it my all, but then, like you know, two or three weeks, two a week later, I'm like, I'm going somewhere else. But that's so much because of what do, we're dealing with. Because I don't think you can come up with that conclusion that quickly because 
like, well, I can't say everybody would handle it, but I would essentially, if I was going to do it, I would come to you as the coach and say, look, coach, here's where I'm at. This is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Um, then you probably be like, why? Then I would say, well, you know, like. It's not working. Well, it's not. Here's why I don't think it's working. I think I'm better than so-and-so. I'm, I've graded out better than him. My factor rating is better than him. Um, yeah, you might want to play on some, but why are we splitting time when I'm better than him? So if you can't, you know, that those are conversations that you just can't have, you know, like here at, by the time we go to the end of the hour in 15 minutes. Those are like multiple conversations because as I'm giving you where I'm coming from, you're you're ideally receiving it, probably going away, processing it, then reprocessing what you said to me. And then I'm you're going to go talk to your people and your people going to add to the Kool-Aid. Or well, yeah, the, as the player, but I'm just talking about you as a coach. You're going to take it and maybe talk to your assistant coach and, and say, hey, look, this is what Jay's perception of how the season went. Okay, let's look at how many snaps he had. You know what I mean? And that so, coach will then go to his people. And right. Go, oh. And they come back and then you try to conversate again. You, I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, that's how I want to do because ideally, you know, you would want as a coach, right, to know where I'm coming from. Yep. And if it just gets to the point where, you know, the numbers don't add up as far as like, what you're saying and what I'm saying or what, you know, I'm thinking, then, you know, you can kumbaya, good luck. Well, well to you know, say, to, and, and we'll throw the break because Nick Trivia is up next. So uh -oh. he got, he's got work to do. Um, but I think that's a big part of it is that fans' percep perspective and perception of players and their accomplishments versus coaches. Look at Hedy Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking like the brain from the back. Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll throw the break. Hey, he work. gave us the old Brian Kelly. Did you right. see that picture with right. Brian Kelly? Oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. We got to talk about that at 530. Right. Brian Kelly comes up. But Nick Trivia is next. Call 402-464-5685. Nick will have a trivia. Nick, what do you what do you think? What do you think? Where What direction are you going? It's uh, Husker men's basketball. Okay, so we'll do that. Nick Trivia up next on 937 The Ticket. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.